It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. You can join us live on YouTube daily as well at the Team 980. Subscribe there. My, my hope, Anthony, is that by the time we get to the Super Bowl, we can be at 1,000 subscribers on the Team 980 YouTube channel. We'll have been doing that for like seven, eight months at that point. It was really the summer that we launched it. Um, and, then, and then we can show off on Super Bowl week and be like, hey, look at us. Broadcasting live from Radio Row on Wednesday through Friday of Super Week. That'd be cool. How many more do we need? Uh, we're under 200 away. <sighs> okay. So we're going we're gonna to need to have a good month. Oh. But I think it's doable. So let's do it. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube and you got other friends who enjoy stuff on YouTube, like tell your friends. Be like, hey, 980, good stuff. Hoffman Show, live daily. Eventually, I do think within this calendar year, other shows as well. So, you know, just something to consider, something to throw out there, a goal, a New Year's resolution, if you will. Feels, uh, feels good. By the way, how was your, uh, your New Year's? I know you were at church, and then you looked like you had a wedding on, on New Year's Day? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, New Year's Eve, I went to uh, Dirty Habit. Okay. Uh, Which sounds there. like the opposite of church. What? Yeah, sort of. Dirt, dirty Habit? Just... <laughs> yeah, it's right over there by Capital One Arena. Okay. Not too far from Buttery. Uh, but, yeah, we went there for dinner, uh, brought in the new year in the church. Uh, and then, yeah, yesterday my girlfriend's mom got married. Congratulations and, uh, to the newlyweds. Yeah, so that's what I was doing this morning. I was cleaning up like because we, we had a little after party, well, like an after gathering, I guess, at yeah. uh, the crib. So uh, focused, that, focused on that this morning and then uh, came into work. Came into the office, and now yeah. we're working. Good start uh, to the new year. Yeah, love, love is in the air. Love is in the air. What a start to 2024. The opposite of Jake Fromm calls. Okay, sorry. Now I feel like I'm beating <laughs> up on Jake Fromm. I'm really not. I'm beating up on, on – anyway, let's stop beating up on people. Let's go around the NFL, Week 17 style. Uh, we went into the weekend with 24 teams still alive for the playoffs, Thursday night, one clinch. That was the Browns, of course, over the Jets. Talked about that game a little bit on Friday. We both got that right. We both picked Cleveland. Saturday, ugh, ugh. Cowboys-Lions, by now you know what happened. Cowboys get lucky. Um, the referees screw up a call at the end on a two-point conversion by the Lions that should have been, that should have counted. And, um... There's not a lot to do about it. It just it's so sad, man, because the Lions did almost everything you could possibly ask. The one thing you could have asked is for more clarity, uh, because they did try to confuse the Cowboys and instead confuse the refs. And then I think the other thing that you could ask is Brad Allen, the referee who has had a terrible month of December and culminating with this call, is he calls out the wrong guy on the like on the headset, he's like, number 70 is eligible, 70 is eligible, and 70 wasn't eligible, it was 68. And so at that point, if you're the Lions, do you go back to him and be like, no, 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 68, and then it draws attention to it and your play's screwed, or do you just hope that they figure it out? Um, and, you know, honestly, it's like one of those things that you wish they'd just go back and change it, like review it and, and count it, but you can't do that even one, because there's not a mechanism to do that. And two, because once you go 70 is eligible, 
instead of 68. Like the Cowboys are playing that as if 68 is ineligible. And it's just bad refereeing. Like there's no other way around it. And I think there's got to be a way to have repercussions for referees who don't perform well. And I'm not saying they should be fine because like players play badly and they don't get fined for it. And these are human beings who make mistakes, but nobody like their mistakes are not part of the game. Their job is to implement the rules as if they were robots. Just implement the rules, stay out of the way otherwise. Do the things you're supposed to do. And so, I, again, I don't know that it's fining referees, but, like, if you can't do the job, you need to be demoted. And whether that is you're no longer a head referee and you go to being, like, a back judge or you, um, you lose your NFL job, like, there's got to be a way to do better than this. And Brad Allen has had a terrible year. Um, he's not very good at the job by NFL standards. And I think the funniest thing going on on the internet right now is Adam Schefter will not lay off the guy. And I think that's bizarre because Adam Schefter never does stuff like that. And Adam's doing it in a reporter way where he's like, he also missed this call. ESPN reviewed video that he missed this call. Uh, Brad Allen, the referee who screwed up last week, uh, is on national television again. Like he is dragging this dude. And I don't know whether that is him doing it because the NFL is like pissed or he's doing it because this is an area where he feels strongly and he feels like he can needle the NFL when so often it feels like he winds up being a vehicle for a lot of NFL messaging. So I don't know, man, it's, it's, uh, it's not great. And it really sucks for the lions. Like on top of, on top of losing the game now, because the Eagles lost, which we'll get to, Anthony, if the Lions had won this game, which they did, um, if, if it accounted in the win column for them, they're the number two seed if they win. Instead, the Cowboys will be the two seed if they beat the Commanders on Sunday, no matter what the Lions do. And, and that means if there is a game between those two teams, the two and three seed, very possible, if not likely, that it will be in Dallas instead of Detroit. So Lions fans get robbed a home game or an extra home game. Uh, of course, they're going to have to win their their opener, which will be at home because they are a division champion. But I think the good news for Detroit, if I'm Dan Campbell, I'm like, you know what? F it, boys. Like, we just proved we can beat Dallas. If the official calls the right thing, we would have won that game in Dallas. Nobody's beaten him there all year. We're going to go do it. We're going to ruin their season. Fine. We'll see him in a couple weeks. But I hate this. I hate it so much. Yeah, I hated that for the Lions as well. Um, I think to your point, you know, about having home field advantage, I think it goes a long way. Uh, you look at some of the, the games between the, the Chiefs and the uh, the Bengals, or you look at the Bills and the, the Chiefs, like things of that nature. Home field matters in those circumstances. And the fact Dallas has played so well at home and not so well on the road, I think can definitely have uh, some impl- implications you know, come uh, playoff time. But it did suck to see the Lions lose. They were right there. I think it was a great play call. And, you know, the refs the, the refs got it wrong on that play. But at the same token, you can't leave it in the games of the ref. You can't leave the, the game in their hands. Yeah, that sucks, is the though. other thing. It, like, it does suck, though. That one like, play. You know, it is one play, but, like, how many other plays? And that's the thing you do as a coach, too, is, like, you get up in front of the team and be like, boys, if we had made these other five plays yep. that had nothing to do with the refs, then yep. it's not in the refs' hands. And so did we get jobbed? Yep. But we could have 
put ourselves in a position not to get jobbed. Yep. We could have not allowed CeeDee Lamb 227 receiving yards. What a player that guy has turned out to be. Prescott, 345, two touchdowns in the game as well. Um, but, yeah, Cowboys uh, now 8-0 at home, and that's how they will finish. They will, Their ninth road game, 17th game overall. Of course, here this weekend against Washington Lions finish up with the Vikings. Uh, also, that cost, that cost me a win. Which it I'm did cost you one. But do you think they should kick the field goal at the end after, you know, the, the two-point conversion got negated? You know, that's another good question. I Once you're back at the six, yeah, you probably like just kick the extra times. point and play for overtime. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing, too, is like, who knows? At that point, do you just play for overtime? I, I think you probably do. Um, but I respect Dan Campbell as this is who he is, and yep. they're on the road. And, you know, the players have no doubt that that's what they're doing. And so – it is what it is. Um, yeah, I probably would have kicked, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Lions, Lions, uh, eleven and five. Cowboys, eleven and five, going into Week Seventeen. Forty uh, Nine ers, of course, beat the Commanders. They clinch the one seed in the NFC. Uh, so all roads through San Francisco as long as they win. Bills twenty seven. Patriots twenty one. A nice plucky outing from the Patriots who put up 21 points, finished, you know, six points shy of winning. But I think they look definitively better right now than the Jets, Anthony. And, you know, hold, holding on to your breath for tiebreakers is one thing. If the Patriots just beat the Jets and the Commanders lose to the Cowboys, that number two pick is Washington's. There's no tiebreaker needed. Yeah, I mean, the defense <laughs> defense somehow is making uh, plays out there. But also there's been a resurgence of Zeke Elliott a little bit. Um, I like what I've seen out of him uh, the last couple of weeks. So hopefully he can go to a contender next year. Uh, but yeah, the the Patriots like Bill Belichick. He's not going out. You know, he's not, he's not going out there to lose games. He's trying to win, and they've been in position to win like the last four, five, six weeks. To be honest. Yeah, I, I mean their defense is good. Um, you know, Belichick. I don't think that he's going to wind up. I mean, he could be a head coach next year. Um, I don't think he would take a DC job at this point, but yeah. maybe. I mean, that dude loves football. Like, what if a young, like a Ben Johnson is like, "Hey, Bill, you want to come be my DC, an assistant head coach?" You think Belichick would do it if he didn't have a head coaching job on the table, or he'd be like, "I'm good." I don't think I could do see it. him doing it. No. He's the Wade Phillips to, to Sean McVay. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I think, I think he, he's he more likes likely power. to take like yeah. I think he's more likely to take like an executive job. Yeah, he likes power. Um, where he's like a, an advisor. But I don't know if I'm a head coach. I don't know if I want. Like, part of me would love Bill Belichick as an advisor. Part of me would hate it. Uh, so that is next week though. Patriots, Bills, uh, or sorry, Patriots, Jets. Uh, the Bills obviously have the Dolphins. That is the Sunday night football game. Game two fifty or it used to be game two fifty six. I don't know what seventeen. Uh, weeks winds up being. It's the last game of the regular season um, on Sunday Night Football on NBC for the AFC East crown. Falcons and Bears. The Bears continue to roll here in the back half of the season. They're 5-3 and three at Soldier Field this year. Um, the Falcons, meanwhile, are a mess at quarterback. I mean, just, they keep going. Uh, th this is one thing that I hate that Arthur Smith is doing. It's like, you know, play Ritter. He stinks. Play Heineke. He stinks. Play pick Once, once you benched your guy, you just ride it out with Taylor. Just ride it out with Heineke. Yeah, I don't know why you bench him in this football game. Because what happens? Ritter comes back in and throws another pick. 
Um, so we'll see what Atlanta does in the final week of the regular season. They're somehow still alive for the NFC South. Uh, Bears, meanwhile, uh, put up 37. Fields, 268, and a touchdown through the air. DJ Moore, 159, and a touchdown. Um, and Matt Eberflus is gonna, gonna keep his job. And by the way, there were chants in Chicago, we want Fields. We want Fields. A lot of Bears fans are perfectly okay with sticking with Justin Fields. And I gotta say, it's tempting. If you have put in this much work with him so far, and you've started to see these results at the tail end of the season, go get him Marvin Harrison, go get him Olufashanu, go get him whoever, get, get him some more help. Defense is playing its face off. You're going to add to that side of the ball as well. The Bears, you know, they have to ask, like, are we good enough, or do we reset the clock again and take Caleb Williams, knowing that Fields is going to be due a contract here in a couple of years? That's exactly what I was thinking. You're going to have to pay this man next year. Like, th- there's so many pros and cons of – I mean, well, so many pros to having a young quarterback on his rookie deal and having to pay Justin Fields, you know, in a year or two. But could, you, you can you know, pay hurt guys you a little now. Bit. You can or, pay, or that. That's the thing. Is you, they have so much space. Yep, they do. So much space that they can pay guys and keep some space for Fields and use a first-round pick on either the best receiver to come out in a decade – or a really, really good left tackle. Because that's probably what they would do is either for Shanu or uh, Harrison if they stay at one. Yeah. Or they could trade back and get more picks. I mean, they did it last year. They're not afraid to trade yep. out the number one pick. And, you know, if you can wind up with multiple, you know, how many top 50 picks do you want? Like that, you want to build a roster where you can afford to pay Justin Fields? <laughs> get, get a bunch of top 50 picks and you got a bunch, every, you don't have to pay anyone else. It's not a bad plan. Um, I'd also consider trading him to Atlanta and taking Caleb Williams number Ooh. one, because um, I think Fields in Atlanta is a match made in would you, heaven. Would you, if you're the Commanders, would you trade for Justin Fields? No. Okay. I'm not interested in him unless I have a very specific kind of offensive coordinator and and like the right pieces around. And I think from the money standpoint, it's not worth trading for him when you got to pay him that soon. I, I think their timeline is more rookie than it is. Yep. Where like Atlanta's got London and Bijan and Pitts and yeah. a, a head coach that like wants to run with the quarterback, and their defense is actually pretty solid and getting better uh, with some of the additions they've made. So mm-hmm. it's just a lot, uh, a lot to consider. All right, uh, Raiders, Colts, Minshew and company pull this one out despite two touchdowns from Aiden O'Connell to Devontae Adams. Colts still in the playoff race. How are you feeling about your boys uh, coming out of this one? Hey, Craig, I was so happy these guys pulled it off because next week, week 18, I will be in Indy. I will be heading there Friday. We have to get fitted for Zaire's wedding. Mm. But – you know, going to the game is also an added, you know, perk. So uh, we will be there Saturday night, prime time, against a divisional rival. I'm going with the Colts again next week. I'm giving you my early pick, but I was so happy these guys got the job done. Man, I would love to go to that game. That sounds fun. It's going to be crazy. Lucas Oil, Saturday night. Good gracious. How much are the flights Cindy right now? Uh, I got mine for 123 and I got mine like Round trip? Weeks. No, no, no. Okay. I got a round. Yeah, I don't know. I, I usually get mines like uh, one way at a time because sometimes the little 
flight rates can be a little tricky. I don't like flying to Indy though. I, I don't like it. Why? Uh, the the flights, they're just not like friendly to be honest. Not yeah. friendly at all. I typically uh, like that's a flight where if you have any status on your airline of choice, for me it's American. Yeah. Um, you typically get upgraded. So I I've typically enjoyed my flights, Sandy. There I typically wind up in first class, and I don't <laughs> I don't like it's not a long flight. Yeah. So it's not that bad. Did I ever tell you, uh, I think it was on a trip to Indy. It was only either to Indy or Mobile for the Senior Bowl, but there was a Washington team executive who I hated, uh, who actually, I'll even say who it was. It was Larry Michael. Uh, when we were going to, I think it was actually the Senior Bowl one year, and he was on my flight, and I had gotten upgraded to first class, and him walking past me in first class back to coach made my year. Oh, um, my gosh. Why? Because I'm petty. Uh, Rams and Giants. Rams, uh, whew, hold on, 26-25. Kyron Williams, 87 yards, three touchdowns. Nakua, another 118. Tyrod, that dude can play. 319, one touchdown. The problem is he can play like Sam Howell can kind of play, where he can put up some numbers, but probably not going to win you a ton of football games. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the Rams, to be honest. They're continuing to surge. Uh, the Giants, they're showing some promise, I guess. Uh, but not yeah, really. They, I mean, they look better than they have, you know, earlier in the season where they look like a, a discombobulated mess. Yeah. Um, but they got to figure out quarterback. I mean, that's the thing for them. Like, do you just roll with Daniel Jones next year, or do you, like, you pay him all that money? Why? I mean, <laughs> I think you have to. Granted, he got hurt this season. They, they they've looked so much better with Tyrod Taylor than they ever did with Daniel Jones. Tyrod also. Get, Basically, gave the game away a little bit. He missed Saquon for a two point converge. I'm talking about one of these, Craig. He did. He did. Um, but Tyrod, he, he also I had a, like, Saquon also dropped a couple earlier in the game. He so did. He did. All kinds of a Texas nonsense there. That could have gone six. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what you do if you're the Giants. I think it depends on who's available to you. You know, do you like one of these guys at five? Um, you know, but. Jones is Jones is going to be there, but I think I think one of the lessons that's been learned in the league for like what happened in San Francisco is like just because you make a pick or you pay someone, you got to play the best guy. And like they paid, uh, or sorry, they uh, picked Trey Lance, and they weren't like, oh, we got to go back to Trey Lance. Like Brock Purdy's clearly the better player. Yep. We're just going to go with Purdy. Um, so or better player for us. So we're going to go with Purdy. So you have you ha- you can't be tied to mistakes. If it was a mistake to pay DJ, fine. He'll probably be a good teammate. Um, it seems like the kind of guy that he is. So just let him be a good teammate backup and use a, a first rounder on someone else. Um, so that's probably what I would do with them. I was the Giants, but you know, same kind of thing. If you're the Commanders, like, do you necessarily have to do it first round? Like, do you do you do it in the second round? Uh, we got a long way to go till draft time, but they. <sighs> They're, they're in a rough spot. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, they're in a weird spot, by the way. Uh, with this win, they are now 4-12. and 12. Uh, So that's how the commanders have leapfrogged them. They probably severely cost themselves. Well, maybe not, because the Patriots certainly have a better chance to win than any of these other teams in Week 18. Uh, so the Cardinals could wind up bouncing back to 3, but their strength of schedule stronger than the commanders, thus the weaker schedule versus the weaker record. They wind up tied. The commanders will have the number 2 pick. Uh, Cardinals now 4-12 and 12 after Kyler Murray throws for three touchdowns, and the Eagles' defense continues to be a huge, huge problem, Anthony. Like, one that I'm legitimately scared about. Like, I 
I think we need to move them potentially in our tiers on Thursday because their defense is so bad. It is really bad. Eli Ricks, he had another rough outing. Uh, secondary is just I, I I don't I don't get it to be honest. You you go from a top being a top three defense last year to you know a bottom three this year. Maybe it was a defensive coordinator. You know Gannon, he came back to Philly. Clearly, Gannon's really good at this. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, very shocking. But I think that as you said, the Cardinals are in a tough position with Kyler Murray because do you keep him? Do you move on from him? What do you do with him? To be honest. Um, I would probably, with the amount that I've paid him, like his contract's a different stratosphere than Dean Daniel Jones. Yeah. If all of a sudden I'm sitting at three and Marvin Harrison is available, I just get Kyler, Marvin Harrison, and we boogie. Like we drafted our tackle last year. Yep. Um, you know, I just get my, I just get him a stud wide receiver and say, hey man, if you can figure it out, we're in great shape. And if not, we'll know next year that we need to replace you. Yeah, I feel like defensively, Gannon also just got to make a few tweaks, you know, to some personnel. But he's a great defensive mind. He, you know, did his best against, you know, a highly potent Philly offense. So, a uh, huge one for the Cardinals, though. Yeah, maybe they trade back somewhere in the top ten. Team comes up to take Drake May or whoever, um, you know, and you, you wind up with, like, Dallas Turner, the kid out of Alabama, uh, who had a great quote post game last night after they <laughs> lost to Michigan. Hey, man, are you going pro? Oh, yeah, I'm going pro. I'm out of here, Ain't man. Ain't no if, if, ands, or buts about it. Nope. Uh, Dallas Turner going pro. All right, Saints, 23, Bucks 13. Wow. Did Tampa know they could win the division? Uh, didn't play like it. Didn't score until the fourth quarter. Tried to mount a mini comeback, but ultimately uh, fell short despite 309 yards from Baker Mayfield. Jags, 26, Panthers, Zippy. And the story from this game, we might have to talk about this tomorrow. We might have to do, like, some leftovers tomorrow. David Tepper throwing a drink on a Jags fan? This dude sucks, man. Low character guy, Craig. Low character guy. Certainly seems like it. Uh, I wish I had more to say on this game, because, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. It was the most important game of the weekend. Ravens, 56. Dolphins, 19. Lamar, 321. Five. Count them. One, two, three, four. He's still scoring. Five. He, one, two, three, four. Fifth. Touchdown. I mean, ridiculous what they just did the Dolphins are good so are the other the the 49ers so are the you know the other teams that the Ravens have just boat raced it's crazy it's I don't I really can't explain it to be honest I think they've just gone out here to show everybody in the NFL that they're real Craig they're going to the Super Bowl and it's going to be crazy if Jim Harbaugh and John Harbaugh both win their respective national or I guess Super Bowl championships. That would be crazy. Um, and then Harbaugh is certainly going to be a candidate if here if he wants to go to the NFL. Yep. Imagine two Harbaugh's in the DMV. I know Baltimore's kind of extended DMV, but the the uh, the BW Parkway corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, although getting to Owings Mills, having to do that for joint practice, so uh, so it's a little bit past the BW Parkway. Anyway, uh, Texans twenty six, Titans three. CJ Stroud a nice return through for a tidy two thirteen. And a score. Steelers behind Mason Rudolph. Uh, wow. Putting up some offense. Yeah. Najee Harris running hard. Uh, Steelers 30. 
Seahawks 23, Steelers staying alive for the playoffs. Seahawks actually are still alive because everyone in the NFC is still alive, except for the Commanders. Uh, Chargers, Broncos, Broncos 8-8, uh, eight and eight, eliminated from the playoffs, uh, but they get the win behind Jared Stidham after a tumultuous week there in Denver. Chiefs uh, able to pull it out in the second half over the Bengals, 25 217, Patty Mahomes, 245 and a touchdown. And the Packers boat race the Vikings, 33-10. Poor Kevin O'Connell is just playing quarterback roulette in Minnesota. Like, he's just, he's trying to find something. And, uh, you know, Nick Mullins uh, probably would have been the better uh, option, but, and he goes to him in the second half. But uh, I give him credit for being like, hey, Jaron Hall's the young guy. We're probably not, even though technically we're still alive for the playoffs, and they still are actually after this loss. Um, it's probably more important for us to get a look at this rookie, and he does. And you know, obviously, Mullins gave him plenty of ammo because of the four picks the week before. Um, but just real rough, and you know, the guy who was shirtless pregame leading the skull chant, I think, is going to be very welcomed back in Minnesota next year if they can figure out the contract. Uh, of course, that being Kirk Cousins. If you haven't seen that video, worth your time. Pretty hilarious. That is our trip around the NFL, Anthony. How did we do on the picks? Were you tracking along the way there? Yes, I was. Uh, you went nine and nine and six. Okay, that's not bad. And I went thirteen and three. Ooh, yeah, big week for the boy. That's big week. There for was the boy. Uh, like what ten game or so gap. So eleven. So you would need to get seven over me, which would mean you'd have to pick seven games differently than me. Yeah, pretty much. Probably but I not told you. Happen. I mean, to be honest. Who, which games? Do we, the hey. Eagles, they should have lost. The Steelers being the Seahawks, very upsetting. But it's really more about the ones. I mean, it's, it's a game closer if the refs don't screw up Dallas and uh, Detroit. But, hey, nice job. Nice job out of you. See what happens in Week 17. How close can Anthony get that gap? Uh, maybe maybe he builds some confidence in the next year, and maybe he'll actually beat me next year. Yeah. Don't we'll count on it. it. Uh, it's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. We pick games, and we pick six players who we think will have a big impact in the Commanders game. That's how we do it on Fridays, and we review how that all that goes on Mondays. Our pick six, our penultimate one of the season, is next on the Team 980.